Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Parenthood Podcast. I'm Amy Laginus, your podcast host and guide to not only surviving, but thriving as a highly sensitive parent. Together, we'll dive into common challenges of highly sensitive parents, hear from other HSPs and empaths about their experiences in parenthood, and learn to honor and celebrate our sensitivity, not only as parents, but as humans. Welcome. Why playdates can feel so exhausting for HSP parents. Hey there, highly sensitive parent. This is Amy Laginus, the founder and creator of HighlySensitiveParenthood.com, a resource center for supporting highly sensitive and empathic parents. Today, I'm going to be sharing a little bit about why playdates can feel so exhausting for HSP parents. Any other parents out there hate playdates or have a really hard time with them? If so, you are in good company. Um, as my kids were growing up, I found that I was kind of resistant to the idea of playdates. And I, when I was on them, I felt just kind of like stressed and, and drained afterwards. And in talking with other highly sensitive parents, I've realized that this is actually a fairly common experience. Now, there may be some unicorns of you out there who love playdates or who enjoy them um, across the board. And if so, I love that for you. Congratulations and, and enjoy that. Um, but for those of you who may have felt a little drained, a little challenged by the play dates that you've been on or find yourself resisting even just scheduling them in the first place. Um, I have some ideas as to why that is and hopefully just helping you feel a little more self-compassionate um, when you find yourself in these situations that don't feel great for you. Um, so I came up with a few ideas about why highly sensitive parents are drained by play dates. And here are my top three reasons for that. The first is it's tiring to watch your child. So depending on their age and kind of their level of activity, um, you're needing to kind of be vigilant and, and in some cases hyper vigilant to make sure that they are safe, that they are not doing anything dangerous, that they are not messing with other kids. So you're kind of looking out for are they doing something that's gonna hurt themselves? Are they hungry? Are they thirsty? Oh my gosh, did their sunscreen wear off and do I have to put it back on? So there's already this demand for our attention just with regards to watching our child while they're on a play date. And this is especially true if you're meeting somebody outside or at a playground or some other public place. Um, it can also be a little bit true if you're at somebody else's home. So if they have like breakables around or if you're just not super comfortable with them yet and you're needing to um, keep an eye on them in this new environment, that can be um, a challenge as well. The second is child and child dynamics. So if your child is playing with this, uh, their playmate for the first time, or they maybe they don't get along always super well, you're needing to manage um, their dynamic. Are they bothering each other? Are they having conflict? Do you need to say something to your child? What about if the other kid's acting up and their parent isn't responding in the way that you'd like them to? So there's, um, you know, some parenting choices in there, and, and that's another added layer of potential stress during a play date. The third, and this is um, not insignificant for a lot of us, is the sort of the social anxiety or pressure that we can feel in getting to know other parents. So um, again, this is not true across the board. There are plenty of HSPs that are extroverted or, um, you know, find it easier to connect with other people pretty quickly, but um, 
it does require a certain level of sort of attention. And a lot of us are, are empaths. A lot of us are really noticing kind of like the emotions and the body language of other people. And that's already by itself kind of a lot to track and, and, um, and notice and respond to even when we're just one-on-one -on -one with, a, with a new person. So as you're getting to know this other parent um, in the midst of also trying to attend to your kids' needs and to kind of monitor the dynamics of your kid and their kid's relationship, um, it can feel kind of stressful or intense to try to get to know them, make a good impression, um, be yourself, help them to feel comfortable and listen to. All of these factors um, kind of add up to make it challenging for many of us to enjoy playdates or if we do go on them, um, myself and I've known many other highly sensitive parents who have felt just really exhausted um, by them afterwards in a way that sometimes can feel out of proportion. Oh, it's just an hour. Why am I so tired? Um, and the above factors are, are many of the reasons why we do feel tired after these um, engagements. So what are we to do with this information, right? Um, at Highly Sensitive Parenthood, I'm here to help you understand some of the challenges that might come up with um, being highly sensitive and what that might look like but I don't wanna leave you hanging without any ideas about how to manage it. So um, let's head into that section now. A few ideas for you. One is many of us, myself included, have found it to be helpful to have um, our kids, when they're old enough, go to, or when it, when it feels comfortable for us to be old enough, I will say I put my second kid in daycare at five weeks old. I was like, okay, so there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, but I was, bottom line is I was ready for, um, for some additional support in terms of childcare. But if we're looking just at this through the lens of getting our kids socialized, having them connect with their peers, um, you know, getting them out of the house, um, preschool or daycare is a really wonderful option. And it doesn't, it may or may not be full time. Um, a lot of programs will offer, you know, mornings only or like a couple days a week. And that can be a really lovely way for your child to get, um, that social practice and, and connection with peers their age without um, putting a ton of pressure on yourself uh, to schedule out so many playdates and um, social engagements with other parents and kids. Um, another idea is to find some more calm or structured um, or, or focused activities to engage with in your child together. Um, an example of this would be uh, at a park close to my house, there's a program that's um, like a garden program for, for parents and children. And to me, this is a little less intense than just meeting up a, you know, at a playground or at somebody's house for a play date. Um, there's already kind of a, something to talk about. There's, there's a, an activity for everybody to focus on. Um, and with that structure, I believe the conversations and the interactions are a little more organic, a little less forced, and that tends to feel a lot more comfortable for us um, highly sensitive parents. So programs like that, um, you might check out your local library or community center. You might find, um, you know, art classes or yoga classes that are, you know, parent-child yoga classes, music classes, that kind of thing, um, where there's like a shared activity and um, that, that can just be, a, I don't want to say a crutch, but it can, it can just provide some, some structure and stability um, rather than sort of the amorphous uh, intensity of, of playdates. Um, and lastly, I will say, you don't need to count playdates out completely. I'm not saying I never did playdates with my kids. I did. Um, but I think it's important to be conscious of, you know, how they impact you. 
are there certain factors that really stress you out? So for example, for me, um, meeting at a playground where my very energetic kid could just like run off in any direction was super stressful and it made it very difficult to concentrate on, you know, any conversation with another adult. And so um, having playgrounds that are like a little more contained or a little more sheltered or, um, you know, meeting someone on your patio or whatever feels good for you, um, there may be some factors, some like little tweaks that you can make to um, reduce the intensity of watching your child, of supervision, of um, like child-child dynamics, that kind of thing. And you also may um, just notice that, you know, you can tolerate or you might even enjoy having like one per week or a couple times a month going out for a play date with somebody. Um, and just know your limits. That's it. Know your limits and how often they feel good for you. Know your limits in, you know, this goes for, for like birthday parties and other social events too. If, if you're done after an hour or if your kid is done, especially if they're a highly sensitive child, it's okay to just leave. Um, they should, these interactions should be fun. They should be worthwhile. Um, they may be a tiny bit draining. And as soon as you notice that, then start taking those steps to head out. Um, just being honest with yourself about what your limits are and taking steps to honor those limits. Um, if you have a highly sensitive child, uh, th there's another layer that's kind of added onto that for why playdates are exhausting. And it may be that your own child is, you know, feeling overwhelmed by playdates too. So just know that and give yourself just unequivocal permission to approach um, your social life, your child's social life um, in whatever way makes sense for you. Um, there is, you know, something we don't have time to talk about today, but for a lot of us, even making friends or maintaining friendships as a highly sensitive parent can feel overwhelming or really difficult. And there's, um, there can be some loneliness that comes with that. So I, I don't have time to address that today, but I just wanted to throw that out there as, um, in case that's you, if you are someone who is like, well, playdates sound great, but I don't have anyone to do it with. Just know that I, I hear you. Um, and you're not alone in that. I hear that a lot from highly sensitive parents that they're longing for community. Um, it is possible. Uh, I actually have a whole module on um, finding your highly sensitive community um, for highly sensitive parents in my course, my highly sensitive parenthood course. And you can find that in the resources section on highlysensitiveparenthood.com. So if you're interested in um, hearing more about that or just learning more about the nitty gritty of being a highly sensitive parent and um, the gifts and challenges that come along with it, um, do check out highlysensitiveparenthood.com and the resources available there. All right, take care and best of luck with any play dates you might have coming up. Thanks for joining us on the Highly Sensitive Parenthood podcast. For more resources, including our blog, toolkit, and online course for highly sensitive parents, visit HighlySensitiveParenthood.com.